Hey, girlfriend, you know who you are. You have big, big dreams. You want to write a book, stand on a TED Talk stage, be a life coach offering wisdom from your RV in Montana, a cafe in Barcelona, or a beach chair in Tulum. Your other girlfriends and your family, they don't always get your biz savvy. Why do you want to leave your J-O-B? Because you're a CATS, a.k.a. coach, author, thought leader, and speaker. Meet other changemakers like yourself and find out how they make it happen. This is the Big Meow Podcast. Hello, Elizabeth. Welcome to Cat Network. Thank you. So happy How to be here. Doing? Yeah. How I'm are you doing? doing? Well. Good. So we are going to jump right in here. You are a CEO of the Claim On Group. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us. It's just Claim On. Clam on. Thank you so much. Clam on. No problem. Um, and so tell us about my husband. It was a package deal. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about the clam on group. We actually have several things that we do. Um, I'm a speaker and an international bestselling author. And my husband and I are marriage coaches. And we also speak and do workshops and seminars. That's fantastic. It's great to have a good team, teamwork like that. Yes, yes. we retired um, December a year ago, and that's, uh, we went into um, doing the coaching, and we also speak and do workshops together as well. So I see in your rap sheet that um, you are driven to help other women leave the legacy of their story. Because yes. they have me unanswered questions. Tell me a little bit more about that. I do not want to see another woman leave this planet without telling her story and leaving her legacy for those who come along back after her. I um, I wish that I knew the stories of the women who came before me, like my grandmother. I knew my grandmother, and I know a lot about her, but things like how she and my grandfather met, how they fell in love, and what kind of marriage they, what kind of wedding did they have, and I don't know any of those things. And Mm -hmm. I have no way of of finding out now. And I want to see women tell that story, either write it in a book and publish it or write it and keep it in their computer or dictate it in their phone or, you know, tell it verbally to their grandchildren and pass it on that way. But don't leave without leaving that legacy behind. Wow. I am so in the same boat with you and, and, we offer um, we offer services just just to do that to help women get their their stories out and it's it's very yes. therapeutic I'm sure as you have have found. Oh yes, uh, it it has saved me writing my story of my childhood. I wrote I wrote a book called Beauty Rising from Brokenness: My Journey Through Childhood Trauma to Chronic Illness and into Healing, and it really helped me to get it out of my head and onto paper. It lost its power over me, all of that trauma. And I was able to heal by getting those all of those feelings out on paper. Yeah, so I bet you're a proponent of journaling for everybody, huh? Absolutely, yes. And I have people that are like, oh, I hate to journal. And I was like that, too. I, I am not naturally a writer. I am naturally a mathematician. But <laughs> I learned that writing is so helpful. It's so cathartic. So even if you just write a couple of sentences in a journal every day or do bullet journals, 
just so that you get all of that out of you. Because as long as you're carrying it around, it's not doing anything but weighing you down and hurting you. And you need to get it out so it's off of you. Yeah. And so that leads me into the next question. Give us a piece of advice for other women, for other coaches, authors, thought leaders, speakers, that based on your experience, that would be a tidbit or advice for them. My experience in all of those areas as a speaker, writer, coach is do tell stories. Stories Mm -hmm. are a superpower. And if you don't tell stories, I've seen so many speakers get on stages. I I, I do uh, collaboration books. I um, put them together. And I've had so many authors send me what was supposed to be a story, but it's just a series of events. There's no emotion. There's no, it doesn't move you. And, and when you speak like that or you write like that, your audience doesn't attach to you. They don't know who you are. You have to peel the curtain back and give them some insight into who you are and what you've been through. And you've got to move them with emotion and with creative feeling words. They know you. They know your story. And they're much more likely to invite you back to speak or to buy your book or your services or your products. Storytelling is absolutely a superpower. And, you, you know, speakers are a dime a dozen, but storytellers are few and far between. And it doesn't take much to learn how to be a great storyteller. You don't have to be born with it. It can be taught. And it's not a hard thing to learn. You're very inspiring because I totally, <laughs> I totally believe everything you're saying. And so I have a question. For most speakers, like you say, that are we would rather hear storytellers, the getting down, the peeling back, to opening up, to actually admitting these emotional pains and, and words that are moving, but they're also revealing and it's hmm. so I guess the question for me is for you is how do you how do you help? How do you tell people it's OK and that it's not so much about airing your dirty laundry? I'm, I'm from the South, you know, and you keep everything inside, which is not healthy. I get that. What would you say, though? So if you're from the South, you know, you you. You keep the um, keep up appearances, as it said down here. Oh, but, yes. And you don't wear white before Labor Day. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Day. That's right, after Labor Day and yes. not before uh, Easter. Um, but, you know, um, the famous poet George Bernard Shaw said, tell the skeletons out of the closet, you might as well make them dance. So that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, and it's cathartic. Make, and it makes, it makes yes. you feel good. The person who's expressing, I'm just saying that there is a, there is a toes on the ledge moment of, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to be engaging, which is what you're saying. We want to hear about what happened, the thing that moved you, not just the, right. the report of what happened. It's very, I mean, that's very, um, emotional is tough. I, and, and so what? That's scary. Yeah. So what is, what is a, a bit of advice? What's the tip? Where, how do you get somebody from the other side now? You're looking back. You've gone through it. You went through the electric fence. You had toes on the edge. You took a leap. You did it. Now, looking back, what do you tell those people that are on the verge of telling their story? 
What when I work with people, we start out. We work with writing the story, and we don't worry about punctuation, grammar, any of that stuff. We just let that story flow. And I and if they're having a hard time with it, or even if they're not, and they're wanting the stories to tell from stage or a book, I have them do a timeline and just mm-hmm. write a few sentences or a paragraph down that timeline. And then we figure out what what's the good stuff, what's the nuggets, what's the good part that we're going to get out of that and teach. And then we expound on that. And, and it is, it's like walking through a minefield sometimes, especially like my life was definitely walking through a minefield. And I tell them, because you get to those hard, I tell them you just have to, the only way to get out of feeling that way and feeling like you're going to be stuck back under by that memory is to go through it, right through it, push through it, get through it. And to have somebody there that can help you, that can hold your hand, that can talk with you as you go through it, especially somebody who's been through it, helps immensely to get you through it. But the only way out is through. You stay trapped in Hmm. that emotion unless you go back through it and deal with it and and get the hurt out, grieve it, and then leave it. <laughs> and then you tell the story and it's separated from that emotion. Then we can work on telling that story in a way that is moving and that is entertaining and you don't stand on stage in tears. Although sometimes the tears still do pop up. And if they do, I let them because that's cleansing, that's healing. But I don't sit in there just squalling the whole time I'm trying to tell the story because I've done the work and I've gone through it and I've grieved it and I've left it. And I can tell the story and my my audience can be moved then. And then when they're moved, then they remember me. They meet me at the table or at my book table or they meet me in the bathroom. They beat me to the bathroom after I'm talking because they want to tell me how that, you know, how they can relate and how it made them feel. And that's the whole point. If I went, the only reason we go through stuff in this life is so that we can help somebody else who's going through it. We can give mm-hmm. them a hand up. You know, I, I can I can tell somebody what it feels like to be hit by, to run into a semi-truck going 60 miles an hour and be trapped in a suburban and then be left at the age of 38, disabled and bedridden for 12 years. Not very many people can tell somebody that. They can tell that story, and I can be removed from the emotion of it, and then I can have people who are coming to me like, I I had terminal cancer for five years, and I was in the bed, and and tears rolling down their face, and I understand what you said, and it spoke to me, and, and now I know I can keep fighting and I can get up and I can keep moving towards my purpose and my goal because you did it and I can do it too because I because that's what I get through it for. I went through it so I can help somebody else go through it. Does that answer your question at all? <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> you're incredibly inspiring. So now I'm curious, who inspires you? So, so, so many people. My grandmother inspired me. She was just the most amazing woman ever. And she was, she and my grandfather were my parents until I was um, about five and a half. And my grandfather had a massive heart attack and passed away. And that's when I got the shocking revelation that my oldest sister was really my mother. 
and my grandparents were my grandparents. And that was the beginning of the trauma, and it went on from there. Um, but she she was in her 50s and still had two kids at home, and she, she, she worked, and she had an eighth-grade education, and she kept the family farm going, and she was just was an amazing woman. Everything about her inspires me. My husband inspires me. He started out as an auto mechanic when we met. And he just retired a year ago after um, 34 years in the Air Force, nine as in enlisted um, up to staff sergeant and got commissioned and started over and, and retired as a lieutenant colonel. So he is he's very inspiring to me. Um, my children are inspiring to me. They are just the most amazing. You know, hear people with millennials say, oh, they're great. I don't have a basement, so they can't live here. I live in an RV and travel. <laughs> but they wouldn't want to anyway. They have their own homes, and they have my most amazing grandchildren, and they all have – my son has his own his own business, and he's, he's only 28, and he has a thriving business that he's a one-man show. And um, they, they all are doing what they love, and they're all self-sufficient and independent, and they inspire me. I just I meet people every day that inspire me. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who are relentless, like I am. They, you know, I tell people they ask me why I got up after that wreck, and I said because T U I T is not in my DNA. It's not there. I had it checked. It's not there. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, what's next for you? What's the big vision for yourself and your business? Oh my, uh, big visions. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I want big stages. I want to speak to millions. I want big stages. Uh, you know, I just need the right person to hear me, see me, and tell me how to get there. Because I'm, you know, I'm just still going, looking, running around, trying to get, to trying to get noticed. Hey, I'm over here, and I'm not like the rest of them. And, uh, you know, so I just want to speak on the big stages. I want to inspire women to be empowered to, you know, to go for their dreams. I want to form a foundation for girls who grew up without their fathers and felt rejected and shamed and unloved. And I want to have a summer camp for them to come and learn to tell their story through writing or speaking or writing songs or interpretive dance or whatever. And, um, I want to do that. I want to have a foundation to do that so their mothers don't have to pay a dime because their mothers have had enough to do. We're raising them without a father because that's how I was raised. I, um, I want to do events for military spouses and I want to educate the public the same way that they educated the public to thank our military servicemen and not ever let, um, Vietnam happen again. I could be standing beside my husband. People will walk up to him and thank him for his service and walk away and not give me even a hi, how are you, kiss my behind. And and I just think, what do you think I was doing for that 34 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just and it, it comes down to education. It's just about educating them. They don't know. They don't know the sacrifices that spouses and families give. We give you the most valuable thing we have. That's our husband and our daddy. And we mm-hmm. just, all we want is a thank you. We just want to thank you too. 
And so, you know, sometimes I feel like writing in Sharpie on my forehead. I didn't wear a uniform, but I served. <laughs> yes, yeah. So that's, that's my two great passions. That's like my two things that I want to see changed before I leave this planet. I have mm-hmm. another book coming out. It's a, it's the next part of the story after Beauty Rising from Brokenness. It's about the car accident and that 12 years of battle and struggle to come back. And um, and my husband and I wrote it together, so it'll be coming out later this year. And uh, in the near-term future, I'm getting ready to go to L.A. Book, um, book Festival and uh, do book signings for Beauty Rising from Brokenness. I just signed on with a publisher to represent it there. And so I'm all excited about that. And I'm speaking in D.C. March 8th and, uh, 8th and 9th at the, at the um, Her Story Conference. So, um, so yeah. you've got the things going on. Exciting. You sure do. So quickly, before we have to go, uh, do you have a website, some way we can find you? Yes. You can go to elizabethclayman.com, and that will take you to my About page, and that has all my speaking information on it. Or you can go to the Clayman Group, and that has all of our marriage coaching, my husband and my everything on the web page, and it also has my about page, which is my speaking page. And it also Fantastic. has our books our author page as well. You got a lot going on. Well, thank you. And so I much. just, um, I just, I just finished a collaboration book uh, uh, that we just did uh, two weeks ago with uh, She Rises Studios, and it's called Coming an Unstoppable Woman Influencer. Wow. And that, that's real exciting. It's not on my it's not on my website yet, but you can look it up on Amazon. It's a cool book. Perfect. Thanks for listening to the Big Meow Podcast, sponsored by Cats Network. If you liked what you heard, please take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can also join our network filled with positivity and possibility. Visit www.catsnetworking.com to join us and learn more. Together with your magical, motivated, and mystical new friends at Cats Network. Let's transform a million lives with your message. Are you feeling isolated sitting at home in your PJs? Or perhaps you're tired of the comfy sweatpants with holes in them that are hidden just below the camera. I mean, you could puke at the thought of another day of Zoom meetings and reporting to your B-O-S-S. Do you want freedom from your home office desk or the office cubicle? Do you want freedom from your current career? Or are you frustrated that your online biz dreams are going nowhere? It's all too overwhelming. Where do you start? All the tech, the choices, and your message. Yep, I said your message, your brand, your voice. What is it? Do you even know what that means? Do you need a biz coach but don't want to invest the big bucks? Let's face it, being a solopreneur is lonely, but you don't have to do it alone. And here's a solution. Join Cats Network. Cats Network is a woman-only membership community exclusively available to you, the life coach or executive coach, the author, the thought leader, or the public speaker. 
If you identify with this list or want to work on adding some of these to your skill set, CATS is the place for you. Check us out at www.catsnetworking.com. That's C-A-T-S networking.com. Because let's face it, cats are better together.